So do you have notes on this event? On the event we just did? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> no, but I can read you. <laughs> What's your safe word? M-A-L. Welcome back to What's Your Safe Pod. I'm Am. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today... Oh my god, you got the name right. I'm so it's excited. It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. You're really sorry. First of all, thank you for being... And actually, no, that's rude. It's what? only been... This is the second time we've done this. So I the know. fact that I got it first try... Okay, that was mm -hmm. a compliment, by the way. You took it as an insult. I'm like, uh -huh. you got it right. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. No, but with the intent... <laughs> no, there was definitely a sense of like, oh... Well, I, I thought it wasn't gonna get it right again. No, I was impressed. That was me being your, impressed. <laughs> your impressions sometimes. But you mean to assume you just think I don't know what I'm doing. How are you doing this week, Daddy? I'm doing good. Uh, did we do introductions? I'm Mr. Christopher. <laughs> Actually, we did. Okay, great. I remember that too. All right. And Patreons, please don't come for us because our Christmas tree is still up. No, <laughs> We've had I think no the time to take it down. Nice. And welcome back to us. We are back. From outer space, uh, aka MAL. Last week we went. Wait, last week we were coming back from what? Uh, PV. A, a very restful vacation. Yes. Rest, rest, and some rest. Very restful, and then we took off for Washington D.C., which to do Mid Atlantic Leather, which is short for MAL. Yeah, and I, I'm again. We've only been home not even 24 hours. Quite no, literally. we got home last night, and I barely rolled out of bed to do this because <laughs> I was, I was literally in bed, going, my entire body aches. I can't move yeah. a muscle. Continue I, to complain. I'm so sore. I know. I, I don't want to complain because we had so much fun. It was so great. But standing in a booth, I'm getting too old. And you're standing in a booth for eight to 10 hours a day just wears me out. Yeah. So at MAL, we work for Mr. S Leather. We also have our own part of the booth that's specifically what's the safer related. Mm -hmm. So we do a pretty good job of not only branding ourselves, but helping the Mr. S brand and working for them. Um, but we pretty much stand behind the electrical booth. And I don't know. Do you remember why that even started? Why did we get stuck behind the electrical booth? Um, did Jonathan just like look at me and he's like, your name's Amp. Ready to go. No. <laughs> No, that would have been more clever, though. It actually started before you came on board with Mr. Asley. It started with me. Okay. Uh, so they ha used to have a really good electrical salesperson named Josh who moved to Oregon. And so they brought me on board to replace him for selling electrical. And I did it Got for two it. years. And then you started working for Mr. S. And you just kind of navigated. You you came to my table. And at the electric booth, we, we sell pretty much electrical toys. There's also a chastity corner. And then mm -hmm. now a mistress or oh, uh, mistress. Oh, what's a safe word? T-shirt corner where we sell some of our shirts. Um, but my favorite part is people come up and they, they ask what my name is. And it's loud and there's music playing and there's tons of people. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, huh, huh, Anthony. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, no, no. Amp. Amp. You, you, always, you always just say AMP. Because people which, don't know how to which spell. Which to me sounds like like a quickie mark. <laughs> like AMP. And then they go, oh, at the electrical table, obviously. I'm like, well. Well, we had a sign. I, you sign. know what? I'm not going to try to explain it because it's too loud. But MAL is one of my favorite events to go to because it's not all about the contest. There is a contest. You know, and I have never to this day been to the MAL contest. <laughs> I feel like it's partly done during vendor hours, so we never can go. No, it's done at night. Um, I find that I was just lying. But <laughs> we are just, we are just too, too tired after vending and restock. We're probably restocking when the contest is going on. So uh, we're going to take stock of today's episode. We're going to go through kind of the fun, silly, ridiculous stuff that happened at MAL. But first, Daddy, how are you doing otherwise? You got any tea for us? Tea. Tea. Um, do I have tea? Daddy, oh, my God. Yeah. So what if I'm out of tea? Oh, no. I have some tea. I have some dog tea. You have a dog tea? Literally. Okay, good. good, good. Some dog tea. Literally. I have no complaints this year. Well, so one of the first texts I woke up to this morning was a housemate of ours who apparently was raining in San Francisco the last like three weeks we've been gone and it's sunny today, um, but it was quickly followed up by also I didn't know y'all stopped at Ikea. And so this is this is actually something that's happened at the last couple of events when we, we went to MIR and this happened. 
there was some post that went viral on the Republican conservative Twitter, um, and it was of some dogs, pup, pup play dogs, uh, being walked on leashes outside in front of some like mart. And you could see some kids in the background and some parents. And I had retweeted it. I quote tweeted it saying, y'all, please, I don't have the context for this, but this feels unsafe. Just don't do this. Don't give people a reason to like attack you or get in your face about it. Mm -hmm. And some people understood that what I was saying was just please don't put yourself in harm's way. Yeah. Because that is a very easy way to get like if someone's having a bad day and they're just some nutso person, they, they might attack you. Yeah. But well, especially in this country. <laughs> but but there were some puppies and some people that I knew personally, like friends that were like, why are you kink shaming? There's nothing wrong with this. You're in the wrong here. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not kink shaming. But like, please be careful. Yeah. To and the so point where I, I deleted this, that tweet entirely. I saw this post this morning and it was on the New, it was on the New York Post, which is pretty much a, a, a horrible. We know, we know what it is. But... So, Anyway, so a couple, a guy with two people in pup hoods, and that's all they were. They were in t-shirts and jeans and pup hoods. We're and walk, tails. We're walking. Oh, were they there tails? tails? I they didn't did. know they it had tails. It was in Edinburgh, I think. Okay. Uh, oh, really? It yeah. wasn't in this country? It wasn't in the country, but oh, I just, yeah. I, I, want, I want to talk about it because yeah. I'm seeing consistently um, that happened. And then the last event we were gone for, someone in the military was getting attacked for having a military and they profile. Him with a puppy hood on there and that's in like his military garb and so this is what's happening the homophobia is coming for us and what they're doing is they're going to the extremes so they're making drag queen events their target um and they're making fetishisms a target to make us look like we're doing something no, they're just, they're trying to make us look bad. <laughs> no, I know, but like we're doing, we're actively trying to right. harm children. And like we're trying to groom and they, they've, they've got that name grooming. Uh, they, they're, they're thinking we're trying to turn kids gay. Let's say that, um, which we all know we're not. You're either gay or you're not. <laughs> you're born that way. Thank you, Kagal. But no, in, on top of that, Nina West and then another queen in Massachusetts, I believe this last weekend, had 30 neo-Nazis outside of her drag bar event. Yeah, it's the drag it's events like, that's gonna get really. We need to come. I've, I, we need to come up with some way to combat this um, because it's not gonna stop. They're, so they're doing it. All that to say, today's opener is kind of just like a, a word of warning. Uh, please just be conscious of your surroundings, your environments. Be safe. We're not kink shaming you. If you want to go out in your puppyhood in a place that's appropriate to do so, like walking through the caster in the puppyhood, makes absolutely sense. Like you could do that. That no one's gonna bat mm -hmm. an eye. People are going to like look and maybe point and laugh and like have fun with you. But if you're doing it at Nikea surrounded by families, I just, I don't want you to get, I don't want you to get into harm's way. And that entire thread of tweets obviously is, is meant to horrible. rile up the people that don't like it. But those people would so quickly, then the amount of vitriol, vile natured language and just caustic sorts of like i'm gonna pull out a gun and shoot these dogs and this happened to a puppy we know several years back before this became a huge thing he put a just him going bark 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 on facebook and it went viral somehow it went it, it got shared a million times and the hate comments on it, especially from the religious he got death it, threats sent he, to his house yeah it it, it 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 pretty much destroyed his psyche for a little bit um so please it, be careful <laughs> That's the T, which it always it still it still fa it fascinates me why they come for just the puppyhood thing when they go to football and baseball games with mascots running around. So if it was Tony the Tiger walking through IKEA, they wouldn't have a problem with it. But, because that's a mascot versus what they. But there's nothing sexual about what these puppies are doing. You know what's either. funny yeah. and not haha funny? It's this exact argument's happening in the furry Twitter too. Because I'm on that I'm on that side of Twitter sometimes because mm -hmm. of the amount of people I follow who are furries. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and hey, we're gonna be at a furry convention here. So, oh yeah, yeah, too, we're, so we're about we'll to go to soon. one. Um, but the furries are even like gross. Get those stupid sex dog hoods, those fetish gear items out of the furry conventions. Kids don't want to see that. AKA I'm over sexualizing a piece of gear you're wearing at a mascot full event and over sexualizing it to the point where I'm uncomfortable and therefore you can't be here, which is not how it works. But I don't see how puppy hoods are over sexualizing. No, the people are, are over sexualizing them. They're not. Okay. They're in a, in a space like that 
which has tons of people in hoods and masks and, and fursuits. I don't see a problem with a, a puppy hood so long as someone's not doing anything sexual in it. It's mm. just a it's just a piece of gear. Right. Like if they were at MAL in that kind of gear having some sexy times makes absolute sense. But Republicans and conservatives are looking for any reason to come after our communities right now. Yep. We should not a be using the same verbiage and vitriol against each other within our communities yeah. and should not also be putting ourselves in harm's way so simply. I'm not saying you can't go out in a puppyhood. But I don't know why so many people have to kind of wrap their mind around it that when someone says something like that, they're not saying it to be like, you're you're bad for wearing a puppy hood. They're trying to say, please be careful mm. and don't get into any trouble because that's not what that's not what we want from you. You know, we want you to be safe and practicing your kink in a safe, positive environment that's not going to end with you being hurt. Good tea. Wow. Puppy Unfortunately, coming out I, have, I have coffee. So <laughs> well, I, say, like, I, I worry about people. Sure. People think that sometimes I'm like trying to uh, tell them they're doing a bad thing or they're wrong. No, I just no. you know, I, I do. I, I do kink in public all the time and get flack for it. But uh, also I, but I choose it. wisely. Where... Yeah, you're doing it in a controlled environment. Yeah. Without the context, it might seem that you're being unsafe. But so did the other puppies we saw without the proper context. Right. So just a reminder to be safe, be smart and don't put yourself in weird in situations with your kink and your gear. <laughs> Speaking of gear, yeah. Um, before we get into the M A L of it all, mm -hmm. we actually have a new product to talk about today. Oh, what's we're gonna, that? We're gonna shave a little bit off the top with a new product from one of our favorite and long-running sponsors, Manscaped. Manscaped, the Beard Hedger. The Beard Hedger. Now, I don't want to hedge our bets. Oh my God! They have sent one us one. We have not gotten to use it yet. Oh, but okay, I specifically made sure when they were telling us about this last month, I was like, "Send us one as soon as they're out." Yeah. And um, it comes out the day we are filming this, so it is already out. Please go check it out. But breaking news: Manscaped now sells beard products. That's uh -oh. right. All right. They once again are revolution. I can read. I swear, revolutionizing. <laughs> I almost said revolutionizing. <laughs> What's this evolution? <laughs> With a new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape and shave your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using offer code WHATDADDY WATS20 for 20% off and free shipping. Okay, I'm really excited about this because I spend $30 every two weeks to get my beard shaped. Oh, I know. <laughs> so this is going to save me some money. <laughs> so it's a cordless trimmer, much like all Manscaped uh -huh. products are easy to recharge, and has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 different hair cutting lengths depending on your beard or oh, how wow. you want to hedge it. Is it like the flow bee? Excuse me? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> don't, don't, don't even make me start. I remember the flow bee. We watched that one TikTok yeah. where it was a vacuum, it was a vacuum cutter. Vacuum That's not that. It's not it's that. Not okay, that. No. Thank you, Manscaped. But you get, again, 20 different lengths for a beard trim all in one guard. And it's waterproof. So you can shave in the shower and avoid all the hair in your oh, sink. Oh, that's cool. They have a titanium coated T-blade to for all that tough hair. And um, they also now make a beard shampoo and conditioner. So daddy's about to get his best beard in this new beard. So we're going to soon have daddy titanium tea. <laughs> Instead gone, of dad too tea. Far. Anyway, use offer code what daddy? What's 20? At manscaped.com to bring in the new year with maybe a new beard. I, I can't wait to try it out. Woohoo! Thank you, Manscaped. Now... I don't know about you, Daddy, uh -huh. but actually, the, this is a good spot to do our next sponsor as well. Um, during events like this, uh -huh. you know how you travel with a little pill bottle uh -huh. with every single pill in it, and sometimes you have to like you can't tell what's what. And sometimes it opens in my bag, and then all the pills spill out, and then it's a problem. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that happened this trip. <laughs> well, get yourself, Mister. <laughs> no, I almost. So one one of our one of our we have how many people did we have for the the Mistress Mal booth? We like 20. We brought 18, but we had 20 with with like volunteers and whatnot. <laughs> mm -hmm. So one of one of the many people, it's a it's a well-oiled, well-lubed machine. Yeah. Um, but one day, one of our newer cohorts came into the booth with a splitting hangover because it was his first time doing this event and he didn't know how to pace himself. Oh. But um, I used today's sponsor almost to help him with that headache because I thought I was giving him an Excedrin. <laughs> You gave him. <laughs> I gave him a prep, and then I said, "Wait a sec, that is my that is my prep," <laughs> and then gave him a, because they were this almost the same size, and they were both little white pills. Oh, great! Yeah, 
prep isn't just blue anymore and that it makes it very difficult for me when i when i'm waking up so daddy what is prep prep is a one a day pill that prevents you from getting hiv and it is 99 percent effective so with today's second sponsor mister you can consult securely online with a licensed physician from your own home to not only get prepped for your STI screening, but complete all of the screenings, testings, and consultations from inside your own house. You don't gotta go anywhere. And they prescribe prep online and deliver it right to your door, meaning you do not need to even leave the house. I mean, you want people to come to your house maybe to have sexy times, but you don't even need to leave your house to be covered for HIV and get prep. That is amazing. <laughs> they operate in all 50 states, as well as DC and Puerto Rico, and doesn't matter if you have insurance or not because they have over 100 nonprofit organizations to make sure prep is available across the country for what daddy free there you go <laughs> I, have to, I have to spell that out for you how much money are you spending r-e-e -E, free <laughs> to keep your health up to date they will also do your checkups every three months to make sure everything is good again from the safety of your own home so use the link down below and use offer code watts to get yourself some free prep thank you mister I tried to mouth pop my mouth's too dry <laughs> So, Daddy, if you had to give MAL a one-word rating, what would it be? Fantastic. Oh, okay. It's, it's it literally is one of my favorite. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's my favorite uh, American event. You had a live kombucha I had girl moment where you had to think, about, had to think about if you liked it, it or like, not. Is it my favorite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and one of the reasons being is the host hotel. Um, lends itself easily for socialization because it has a huge lobby with a nice bar and everyone congregates there while they're figuring out who they're hooking up with next and da -da -da. and it's just the socialization at mal is better than uh, any of the other events i feel yeah because it has the again a lobby space is integral to a proper convention yeah. like Play, like IML, their lobby is eh, it's gotten worse over the years. It's not super big well, or welcoming. And the IML lobby is uh, marble floors, low ceilings. So the echo in the room is so loud, it's hard to have a conversation. And then Claw and other events that come to mind don't really have a designated Claw doesn't spot. have a designated yeah. lobby. Uh, Claw LA that they, at the Bonaventure Hotel was a horrible lobby for congregating. It was full of parents and families. And a Starbucks. But what happens with MAL is we pretty much get the whole entire, uh, whole entire like hotel. Hotel, so yeah. It is to the T's. You have to have your wristband for MAL to get in and out. And my favorite part is, oh, this year we got an inside hotel room, which I love. So you you like that because you can see into other people's rooms. So MAL has inner inner hotel rooms that face inside, mm -hmm. and you can see other hotel rooms that are facing inner. So from ours, it's like a little U shape, and then on the part that doesn't have a U, there's like a sky bridge that you can see into from inside of our hotels. And the, the top two floors has a sky bridge that's all windows, it's and very people cruisy. cruise it's just not in the cruising. windows up there. And so we had an indoor hotel. I, I love it because you can see everyone with their little hue lights. Everyone kind of had like disco balls in their room, slings. And then you can see people having sex if they have their Colored lighting yeah. everywhere, yeah. everything. It just looks fun. Well, and sexy. It looks like everyone's having a good time. And I did even see a post that someone made on the, the Republican Twitter for whatever reason oh God. that was uh, MAL related because it was like, child, these gays up in here having sex in the hotel rooms. Disgusting. How but, did they know? Were they there? That, no, it was a picture of, of the inside of the MAL hotels. Like it's a picture from like if take, for instance, if I had taken a really nice picture from our window, mm -hmm. it was that you could see all the other rooms. Mm -hmm. And if you had zoomed in on this photo, you could see a bunch of people having sex. So, of course, everyone's like, these gays are disgusting. My Ugh, question bros. is, how did they get that picture? Someone took it. They didn't take it. Someone took it. I don't know. Why? Okay. I don't know that. Okay. Someone took it. I'm just, well, I'm just trying to say that, that they were there than that they have the picture. It doesn't matter. It's, okay. it's just more more of people just being ridiculous Fine. about gay shit. Fine. Um. So do you have any fun moments that stood out for you? And please don't just list them off one at a time in 10 seconds because that's not how a podcast works. <laughs> every time I do this, every time I do this, because you don't make a list, which I'm, please start making lists. You just go, oh, well, I got fucked here and then I went to this and then I went to that party and then, and then I'm just left here. Okay, we got 40 minutes left in the podcast. What do you want to talk about? Okay, so uh, the fun thing that I, well, I don't know how fun this is. Um, <laughs> why don't we start at the beginning? Which, okay. Which was... Us getting, oh my God, I don't know What's why we had to be at Mr. S at 6 a.m. 
That I was not happy oh, about. We had to start at six a.m. and we did a rope class till ten p.m. the night before. Yeah, and so getting up was painful. And then we got to Mr. S. And what what did what did we forget? Oh, you what forgot forget? the banner. Um, excuse, we, you did not just I say I forgot the banner. <laughs> I put that banner on top of the bags, and, and who was the last one out? And it was laying in the kitchen floor next to the. Door. No, no, no. Where was it laying? Do you know where it was laying? No, where was it laying? It was laying on the other side of the kitchen over here because someone had moved it to, to put stuff in and out of their bags and did not move the other things back. Well, that sounds like a problem. <laughs> anyway, so we got all the way to Mr. S. I remember, thankfully, that we forgot the banner. And I'm going to say we. Um, no, no, not we. <laughs> very, very. Well, you didn't remember it either. So I put it on top of the bags. But did you remember if it was with us? Are you, are you really going to try to put this on me still? <laughs> fight, 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 fight. Anyway. We had a banner for Mr. For so Mr. You, S. You had to Uber back to the house yeah. and, and Uber back to the store to, to grab the banner. But aren't you glad we did because the banner it looked, looked really fantastic. good. Well, thank you. I designed it the it night before. It was a great banner. Thank you. So here's what happened. Um, can we skip ahead to? No, don't skip ahead. Okay. But so the reason that we all congregate early, our flight was at like 8 a.m., but we had to get all 16 of us at Mr. S because we have to travel together. And if you ever travel in groups, sometimes it's a little like herding cats. So you a need little. to make sure everyone's in one area so that they're all going in the same direction. Mm -hmm. So that's why we meet at the store. <laughs> Otherwise, someone's going to oversleep and not know until it's too late. Then we had an entire butt. We literally had a bus. We had a bus to transport us. I'm like, yes, we had mini bus. No, <laughs> an entire bus that, that drove us to the airport, all right. like 20 of us. And we got there. We got through security as fast as we can, though you disappeared in security. No, I, I didn't disappear. We got split off in the security lines and mine went faster. So I went well, through whose it. Whose fault is that? Nobody's. <laughs> Stop blaming me. So we, yeah, I, I went through the security, and you still haven't gone through yet. And the plane, and we were we're late. Hurry. We were late, for and so I day. was like, "I'm going to need food for a five-hour flight." So I ran, and I texted you that I ran to where we always get food at Klein's Deli, and I said, "I'm in line at Klein's. What do you want?" And then you came up all upset because he's like, you disappeared. <laughs> I waited for you for 10 minutes and I never got and, your text. Okay, okay, okay. But I told Jacob, who was standing there, to tell you too. And he took off and didn't tell you. That's not on me. <laughs> anyway, so we get on the flight. Oh, my favorite part was there was this girl that was, we, we always like get our seats all together with all the mistress people. And this girl was sitting next to you. And it was very odd because it was like me, you, and then this random Well, she girl. was stuffing this bag, which was way too big to go under her seat. And I couldn't figure that out. I was like, I think I even offered, do you want me to put that overhead? Because there's plenty of overhead space. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. And then uh, Squish came down the aisle. Our, our third in that row. And uh, was like, um, I think you're in my seat. And this woman uh, was very like, adamant. She was like, no, 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 no this no, is no, mine. No. Anyway, she was in the wrong seat. And when she pulled out the carrying thing, it was a dog, which I never, so no wonder she didn't want it on the overhead. <laughs> but she also knew which seat was her. She knew and which seat was, was small hers. Toddler there was a small toddler. small kid in the other side so of the aisle. she didn't want to sit next to the kid. And so she was like, well, I'm already situated here. So do you do mind you taking mind my taking seat? That? And, and Squish, Squish looks, looks at the seat and looks at her and she says, no, I nope. do mind, actually. <laughs> I do. I want my she seat. Was, that lady was rude. She knew what she was doing. Nice try. <laughs> and then the, the, the lady pulled her dog out and the toddler loved the dog. So it was really meant to be. So it all worked out. Would you like to fast forward to the story that you have in your mind? The story I have in my mind was, mm -hmm. okay, so we set up all day on Thursday, correct? So, and that's unpacking 11 pallets full of boxes. We wake up at 9 a.m. We grid wall. We pack up until literally probably 8 p.m. So that's a lot of bending over, lifting boxes, Snapping. unpacking boxes, putting grid wall up. 
blah 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 anyway so the, the next day when so they we got it all done we, during setup sorry i i, I know I'm, i keep stopping you but during setup so we took a, a lunch break at like noon uh-huh. we had gotten all of our grill grid wall up and we got all of our boxes of harnesses like laid out on the floor oh right to hang which it we had never so done cool. it that way before it was so cool because i was like daddy take a picture of me napping uh-huh. literally an entire storeroom floor of it was a carpeted floor our space like mm-hmm. i don't know how many feet uh, you probably had about 10 feet. That's it. F- 15 foot wide, but like 20 foot wide. Okay. Of harnesses just laid out in piles. It was so much leather. Yeah. And it, it was not it, comfortable. It looked, around, it but. looked like I had never seen such a thing. It was just all a full sea of harnesses. <laughs> so we got all those hung. Mm-hmm. And then the next day yeah, we, we, um, so we had built our what's the safe word electrical table in the corner at in the same spot we've been in for six last decade eight, six to eight years decade, right at least well Jonathan said decade our boss Jonathan okay. he's like we've had it here for the so, last decade and and the room it's it's like a convention floor room and it has four double doors that open into the room and so we we don't need all those doors open so we've always blocked this set of doors in the corner to put our corner booth well an hour before the the vendor market opens the fire marshal came through and said uh-uh you can't block that door because that's the fire exit because no. it's marked as an exit no what that was not the fire marshal i know but you're i'm not gonna it was, pick and well i want to get picky because <laughs> the hotel let me just be very okay, clear you... one of my big gripes for this weekend mm-hmm. is how unhelpful and rude the hotel staff was okay if you're listening from mal the hotel staff was rude we tried to call ahead just to make sure we, like mr s had like all of our floors were were kind of you know low and they were very rude about that like the elevator attendants during the hotel were very rude when I tried to grab. Food. I didn't come across that though. I, I, I there was one pushy person doing the elevators, but the, for the most part, the people running the elevators were nice. We were trying to get upstairs at the end of a day of working, and I was like, "We've been vending all day." See, I think this I is need to subjective bring, to how exhausted I need you to are. bring this person up. <laughs> and she's like, "Can't do that. Sorry, you gotta go." She she's waited just, till we were at the very following beginning. Following the rules, I know, but she was not nice about it. Anyway. <laughs> And then this guy. Because that, that had happened to her 40 times before. I know, you got but there, I was being why. nice. Yeah, I know. And then I said, well, we just waited in that line for 15 minutes. Can you tell people in line too? And she's like, no, I already did. Was her response. It, it was not, it was not a well-oiled machine. But the guy who came in one hour before we were about to open and said that we had to move literally a th- like a fifth of our booth out of that door into another door was part of the staff okay so the we hotel. hadn't gotten there do you want me to tell no, no, the no, story I'm, now I, I know, i'm just telling you that the guy was the guy worked for the the hotel and waited to the last minute to fine do it. okay not the fire marshal the guy who works for the <laughs> hotel can i continue with the story yes okay anyway so they said no 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 you can't block that door you have to move three tables full of product and two grid walls full of product over 10 feet and block a different door <laughs> so it's the same amount of people could come through the doors but we had to move that so we had one hour to move everything and thank god our team they just jumped to it and did it um but <laughs> amp came over to me and i wasn't where was going on and he's like okay heads up this is about to happen <laughs> and you were just so nervous about it well and I, was like, I saw i, I saw like, it coming oh. i saw that little and it was a gay boy too who had no sort of empathy for us uh, and clearly waited to the last minute to do it i don't think it was premeditated anyway no, I didn't say it was premeditated. we did it and but as soon as we were done that's when the doors opened to the vendor market and it was a flood of people it was just like go <laughs> and it's just like bam 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 people 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 um and yeah i don't i don't think i came down from that adrenaline high for three hours it was just non-stop for three hours mm-hmm. and then there was a small break or like it thinned out just a little bit yeah so the way that the the booths usually go is like there there are events like for instance the contest which again i would love to see it's just I feel like we're always working during it. And yeah, if we're not working, it starts we're right exhausted. as the vendor market ends. That's fair. I'm not sure. And and we want food at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Daddy's hungry. 
And so it's just nonstop. Daddy and I, again, we're at the electrical booth, but we are primarily focused on chastity. And I think chastity is in its heyday right now because we Ooh. were nonstop. And you know what? I want to say that the, the one thing I perfected in this event is putting chastity on people. Um, cause I can do it. <laughs> what? I said, no, continue. Cause I can do it now in 10 minutes. I can, I can pick their ring size, pick their cage size, put it on them and show them how to squeeze without pinching and get it. So the locks lined up do, 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 do. And I was doing two to three guys simultaneously. Um, one right after the other. Yeah. And I, I got so good at eyeballing because the first thing I say is, let me see what I'm working with. And they have to just drop their pants and show me their junk. And I could almost eyeball exact, exact ring sizes. I know. And we, we sold those like hotcakes. We had oh to, my God, we had to, we had a next day error about 40 more mm -hmm. on Saturday because there was just so many people into, into and interested in chastity. Chastity is the thing. I do think though, and this, I'll give it to the, the stingy gay boy who made her move, us move our stuff. The location that we had the electro booth was better. It was so it much was better, better because I could not have. So the, it, was the way, when we were in the corner, we had put the chastity at the end of the table next to the wall. So I wouldn't have been able to do three people at it at a time no. and that would have that would have blocked the harness wall yeah um however mm. so when we moved the booth we had this l mm. which gave me a table to lean over to do the chastity but i lent oh i leaned at 90 degrees over this table helping with people with chastity eight hours a day three days in a row oh. my back is i'm like oh my back no, but <laughs> i'm about to give out <laughs> so we'll 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 finagle it for next year but the i mean the the feng shui of it all was just much better the hung shui the hung shui, the hung shui of it all was much better <laughs> because then and, and and we were learning how to kind of merchandise what's the safe word shirts as well mm -hmm. but it pretty much ended that the shirts were on this tiny little table in front of the cashier so the first, if I us. look at if I look at our sales, not right. to get into money, but the first day when we were scrambling to get ready, I didn't have time to like organize the right. shirts in such a way that it was visible easily. Yeah. But then the second day, I was like, okay, wait, we have to make things visible. Like it, rule one of merchandising and selling things, if you're at all in that field of work, if people can't see it and they're they don't know what it, it is, they're not going to buy it. Who knew? Yeah. So it was just a matter of getting a few shirts on a table in front of us that were elevated and right in your face. And our sales were like three times better the, the second, the second day, day and five times better the last day. Yeah. So we were, we were making it work. Little, little tricks of the trade. We turned a negative into a positive. <laughs> no, but I do agree with you that moving the table as, as much as we bitched and moaned about doing it, it was actually a better flow for the booth. Well, because we were, so me and daddy have the electrical table down to a T or an L if you will, cause the L shape. <laughs> But it was like you and I were both like, well, we've got it pretty much done an hour before we were. Oh, opening. I know. I was, I, like, I was folding I was little like, things and this. drawing little signage and like putting stickers out. I was like, oh, like, like getting this is gonna the, be a great event. Yeah, just getting little scrapbooking <laughs> details. And then I see that that gay person from the hotel, like he he purses his lips like Miranda Priestley. No, no, that won't do. And the reason for that was on the other side of the wall, they made someone move their entire booth on the other side of the wall because oh, they yeah. were they were also blocking Tribal the same door. Down. Um, there was but they on had one of one the table. They just had to pick it up. I know, but still, if, you're, if you've if you've spent five hours doing something, it's still picking know, up and moving. I know, I know. But the reason that they made us move is because. Two, one set of doors had a lit exit sign right. and the other set did not. And that's what made it a fire. It was, and I, I believe had in, and I'm coming for you, tribal son, had you lifted your banner over that exit sign, they would never have seen it. And it would never have been an so issue. Don't blame them. The tribal <laughs> so son, tribal son I'm coming lovely, for you. Lovely callers. Stop. <laughs> anyway, it was it, that, that aside, that was probably our biggest, like, Ah, right. Well, and having that ah right before a rush of people. Oh, yeah. Just... It started out weird because of it. <sighs> yeah. Stressful. 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 But, but it's fine. we made it work. It's fine. But it, it's so much I... fun. It's, it's so funny because the first question people ask you when they come up to you is like, are you having fun? <laughs> Every time. Every time. Every time. And I just got to the point where I'm like, I don't know how to answer that question without sounding like a dick <laughs> my, my favorite was they would either ask are you having a good time or are you having how, a good time how 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 has the event been and or is it busy you know like so those are the, the three questions people would ask and almost every I, I think i answered every single one of those questions the same way 
well, it's a little slow, you know? And meanwhile, there's 50 billion people right. running around him and they, they would look around and kind of like, what? I'm like, I'm, I'm joking, obviously. Of course it's busy. Of course we're having a good time, but it's... Well, ah! well that and if there was a product that a customer needed and um, we didn't carry it or didn't have it, uh, they would ask me where in the market they could find it. And I'm like, I haven't moved from this table. I have no idea. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know the other booths that are here. I feel like in the past <laughs> we've had so... We, I mean... This is the most people we've ever brought to any event, I feel. Mm -hmm. 20 mm -hmm. people is a lot. Yep. And so in the past, we've brought like maybe 12 people to this event. Mm -hmm. But it really was necessary that we had all those hands yep. because it got to the point where we didn't leave that booth. Even if we had wanted to, we couldn't have left our little electro booth. There was so many people to the point where I think I got out of that booth during hours maybe six times throughout the whole weekend just because i only got to leave once to pee the rest of the time i peed in the starbucks cup so whoever took my starbucks cup full of piss oh yeah no, <laughs> I, I hope you enjoyed it, it. <laughs> no, no, I, I sniffed every drink because you know what also is piss colored a jack and like ginger oh, beer right right which right you kept at ordering kept so i had to smell plastic. the drink before you're welcome no i didn't say thank you at all um but i did end up just bringing my thermos down if you go to one of these events bring a thermos Go to the liquor store across the street for the event, grab your alcohol, bring it in your room, and have a thermos or a water bottle. You're going to pay four times the amount for a drink in the lobby. Oh, yeah. And it's not worth it. No. Tip number one. There you go. But did you have Convention any fun? Convention hacks. Did you have any fun at the event, Daddy? I know. I, know I had a ton of fun. Well, A, just the socialization alone, just going up to the lobby. Um, the amount of love we receive from people who listen to the show and watch our show. Yeah. I, I ne never gets old. I love it every single time people tell us, and it, it makes me feel like we're reaching people. Um, but so here's a funny story. So I, cause I knew I only had two evenings free to play. Right. So I kind of half made plans with two people from Twitter uh, messaging um to play one was a dom a young 25 year old dom that i had never played with um and doesn't really show his face on twitter so i wasn't really completely sure what they look like and but he did brilliant rope work and looked like he knew what he was doing and stuff so i was like sure do you want to play saturday night i said well come by the booth and we can talk we can talk about it and set it up well apparently he came by the booth but didn't tell me who he was hmm. because later I, I saw in my Twitter messages, he's like, Oh, I came by the booth, but it kind of went over your head. I'm like, what went over my head? Did you tell me who you were? And they, so I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I said, I followed you on Twitter. I'm like, that's literally everyone who comes up to the booth. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. Sounds so, so popular. So then, the, so apparently he came back the next day, oh, even no. after that and bought an electro box from you. I just found out this morning. Uh, and I'm like, he's like, you started helping me and then you had to go do chastity on someone. And I'm like, well, Speak up! <laughs> tell me, tell me, I'm talking to you on Twitter about a play date. <laughs> that would get my attention. <laughs> yeah, I get that. So we had anyways, a lot of people. So that was come a misconnection. We're always happy. So, and here's the other thing: I feel bad sometimes because I had some lovely conversations with people from the Twitch fam, people from the YouTubes, people just from Twitter or Instagram, um, and people are always lovely. But sometimes people want to have a conversation and it's literally daddy has five people to help with chastity and I'm selling the electro and as well as the shirts as well as registering and so sometimes I do feel bad so I apologize if we ever like had to cut a conversation short we can do the love ya kiss kiss at the booth we can't do in long conversations no. well sometimes we can't depends on the crowd but we we do our best to always give love and appreciation back if we ever if you don't see have us it. in the lobby that's when to talk yeah, yeah. That's it. And my favorite is people are like, well, you looked really busy in the lobby. I'm like, no, in the lobby, in the lobby we're, we're open for things. <laughs> but it's gotten to the point where people are like, you guys yell at us every time we don't do it on the podcast. So uh, can I get a true. picture? And I'm like, of course you can. Let's take a picture. You can't, you, we can't have it both ways. I guess. No, no, no. I'm saying we understand and that we appreciate y'all when you're patient. And thank you. But... <laughs> It turned out it was a good thing that I had this misconnection because um, a dom I have known and played with for a very, very long time, I didn't know was going to be at the event and turned up. And 
sweet dear man I love to death uh and he has not played for a little bit because he was dealing with a death um and That's he tough. and he um said he was a little anxious and nervous about coming back and I said well let me be your training wheels and let's have a play session on Saturday night and so we did and it was probably one of the best play sessions I've had in a very long time <clears throat> uh, he single tailed me at the end when he took me down um, I just bawled in a hotel room that's very impressive by the way single tailing in a hotel room <laughs> yes and we kind of laughed about it because he uh he had like a suite um so there was a sitting area and then a uh bedroom and it had a door frame and he said i i didn't even i didn't expect to play so i didn't even bring my over the door restraints do you have anything like that i said no but i can rig a rope around the top that you can hang my cuffs from and he's like okay that'll work so I did do that, but what we didn't account for was when you do that, the door doesn't close all the way, so it's kind of at a slight angle. So he's single-tailing me, right? And if you single-tail, single-tail is a very precise measurement. You have to be the, the same distance on either side or you're going to slice a little too deep, right? So he had found that perfectly on my left and then he was going towards my right, but because the door was just at the slightest angle, he didn't realize the whip wasn't actually hitting me on the right, <laughs> which he's very embarrassed about after. So I'm very sorry I'm calling you out for this, but <laughs> it was funny. It was something we laughed about after. But so I have really lovely marks on my left shoulder and uh, just little kisses on my right. <laughs> I zoned out for part of that conversation. Why? So I have no idea what you're talking about. But really? my favorite part of that was I I'm affectionate via touch generally at these events. So uh -huh. anytime I was affectionate via touch, you were angry at me for the next day. <laughs> oh, well, because I'm did, touching you, your back and, and you like, always went for my left shoulder. <laughs> I didn't go for it intentionally, but I just forgot because like I, I wasn't there for the single tailing. But it was such a cathartic, amazing experience. Oh. And then he, when he just held me after and we were we were in it, you know, sometimes there's you get that connection where you can just feel like the other person's heart beating it, 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 and every breath they take. It was it was so in sync and so amazing and i had an out-of-body experience and then i just bawled like a baby at the end just out of pure joy it was such a great great experience oh good um i had a friend I, I, what i love about mal is it's kind of centrally ish located on the east coast so a lot of people come from like up and down and left to dc for the event and i had a friend that was like oh i just saw you were posting on, on twitter that you'll be there I guess I could come down too, and it's it's one of my hypno friends. Um, mm -hmm. He goes by Hip Hip Hooray online. Hip Hip Hooray, and he's like, "Oh, are you gonna be at MAL?" I was like, "Duh." And he's like, "Oh, I'm thinking about coming down." Had a really lovely scene with him. Yeah. Um, very quick, actually. The scene was like maybe half the time of your session, only because, and we finished the the hypno scene. He's like, "Oh, I was expecting so much longer of an induction. I forget how well and easily you go under." And I was like. <laughs> Thank you. You should have fought it a little more. <laughs> I'm not one to fight, you know. Um, but we had a really nice, relaxing session. Definitely helped me to to de-stress after that fucking first day. Yeah, it, it, when a, when an event starts out stressful, and again, it was just moving the entire booth. It's hard to it's hard to yeah. come back from that because it's just up and up and up and up and up and up up from there. So we both had a really good play session Saturday night and yeah. we're very relaxed from it. And otherwise, I just was kind of in the lobby hanging out with with the Mr. S crew, uh, socializing with friends. Um, and then you would pop down after a session. We'd have drinks. It, it's not MAL is just super social that way. And that's what I really appreciate about it. But there was another we were foiled again, making out on the dance floor. Do you remember this or were you? We were making out on the dance floor. What well, dance we, we floor? Were, we didn't have a dance no, floor. No, there wasn't a dance floor, but okay. we were making out in the lobby, kind of socializing. Okay. And um, there was there was one person that like had said hello and like got a picture and they kind of hung out for a bit. Mm -hmm. And we tried to make little small talk, but it was very awkward and didn't really go anywhere. And then you and I were both kind of like, oh, let's go grab a drink, you know, and we'll we'll be right back. And so we go to the drinks and the person follows us to the drinks. I mean... And then I, I think I remember who you're talking about, but anyway, what about anyway, it? <laughs> so we're, be, we're being lovey-dovey in the lobby, and then I was kind of like leaning in to kiss you, and and you kind of gave me that look like, 
is that person still following us? And I was like, uh-huh. And so I leaned in, I'm like, let's see if this works. And we started like, you know, kissing oh, making and making out. out very aggressively. And let's the see if they listen to the podcast. Just stood there and watched us make out well, expectantly. Like oh. as if we're gonna stop making that out. That was their king. What, well, what do you want? <laughs> Watching people make out. Um, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. It was funny. It was I funny. was in a good mood, so I yeah. So would I. No, and then, and we laughed about it too because yeah. <laughs> they were still there, like just watching us make out, which doesn't make it hotter. It turns out. <laughs> uh, but then the second night. Uh-huh. So here's here's the other thing I I need to thank this podcast for because it, I never would have. So you remember how last week I said that you asked me what my 2023 goals were. And I said to be yeah. to be fisted, and I've been trying it, and I just uh-huh. haven't had the front right. Well, somebody came up, which I won't name by name. Uh, hot man! Wow, very hot. Him uh, not naming someone by name, He's I would learn. never have ever approached them because I would. I thought they were out of my league. Uh, and he said, uh, "I hear your goal is to be fisted, and if you want to come up." To my room and just lay in a sling and i was like i'm too tired to like do anything do anything <laughs> so he, he said if you want to just come up and lay in a sling and 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 try that out uh be my guest and so sunday night after tearing down the booth and going out to a nice dinner um which probably wasn't a great idea to be fisted <laughs> i think you've got like spicy foods i didn't get any spicy got, food no but, but our, our bosses for mistress are big fisters yeah everyone fisters. was coaching me they all knew so I had this yeah they were all like day. no you order this don't get that or they're like this, no greens don't get, greens, don't get any no greens. salad <laughs> but they they so mr s takes us out to a very nice dinner at the end and um, to thank us and we all laugh and tell the stories, the fun stories that we got through the weekend. Um, but uh, this, they took us to a um, organic farm to table restaurant, which was really good. We had the entire restaurant to ourselves. Um, because it wouldn't have fit anyone else with all of us <laughs> sitting there. It was, it, they made this gigantic U-shaped table so the, the people could go in and like serve us. Yeah. Um, so I was very careful about what I ordered um, and then uh, went back to the hotel and laid in a sling and I got fisted for the first can time. I, can I backtrack a little bit there? Yeah. So our, our dinner took, it, our dinner takes a while and yeah. we, have to, we have to finish the booth that day. Then we have to clean up and put everything on pallets. Then we have to like, you know, shower and look presentable because we always want to look a little cute for our final dinner. But you went upstairs to like quickly clean up and clean out. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the other people of the crew that wanted to just socialize went downstairs. And your your fisting buddy, who you didn't know, but I, I'd known you've for many pl- you've years. You played with him before. I played with him. Uh, and he listens to the podcast. So if he wants to correct me next time I see him, please do. But <laughs> please it was one of our first IMLs that I ever went to. Mm-hmm. And this is before I worked. So this was literally probably almost a decade ago. Wow. But I remember him because I see him at every event. Very, very nice guy. Very and handsome. He is hot as fuck. He listens to the podcast again, so I'm not going to say anything bad. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but, we know he listens to podcasts because yes. he specifically But he came he up to me, me as you were getting ready, and we had like back and forth like small talk, and he's like, you probably don't remember me. I was like, yes, of course I remember you. Like, don't, <laughs> don't play that. But then he was like, Christopher said 10 p.m. And it was like 1130 by the time we got back from dinner. Oh. And he was like... He, jokingly, I'm oh, not. Shit. He was not being mean, oh, but no. he was like, "You guys just got back." Chris said 10 p.m. <laughs> and I, I have no I said, control. Sorry. I have I no know. control over time when I'm with a group. I know, but it was just funny because he. Well, was and like, that, he that's was always the problem with that last night dinner. I'm always on the fence because that's usually the last chance I get to play. But I also want to go out to dinner with the group. But that dinner takes so long. I'd rather do the dinner than play personally. I know you would. <laughs> I want to do both. <laughs> and and again, I only had play fun with people that I, I already knew. I just don't, I don't do event sex well. You're demisexual. I know. Thank that's, you. That's what I'm that glad, means. I'm, shut up. <laughs> so tell us about the experience. How was it? Oh my God. Mind blowing. It was, it was amazing. And he, um, he actually had a friend join and the friend was very deft and skilled at it as well. Um, I uh, had a gas mask full of poppers that I could use at any time, which helped relax. And I did it. And I'm so excited that I did. It. And now I now I feel bad. I'm going to apologize. I was so late. 
<laughs> I did not know that that was probably. We find out so much on this podcast. <laughs> it's the only chance we yeah. get to talk. <laughs> it's not. We just we go into detail because it's a podcast. But I mean, I had a really nice time. We cleaned up. It was it was a very successful event. All all things considered. I mean. The, again, the only complaints I have is just the staff seemed a lot more, not the staff of the convention, but the staff of the hotel was, it was, it was not my favorite. Staff. You know, I didn't notice it at all. So that, that, that maybe you were more in tuned, but I didn't have any problem with the staff. Great. No, I just, I just know that the encounters I had were less than ideal, but otherwise the staff of the actual convention, the MAL staff Super lovely. They tried everything they could not to get us to move that booth that that day that the the fire marshal was coming through. They were very helpful. Y'all run a very nice event. I feel it, like it's a really well run event. The one that one, the one thing I would say though, mm -hmm. uh, so I think they did it last year, but we weren't there last year. Uh, they are now putting wristbands, plastic okay, wristbands like, on people. Five wristbands by the end of the And weekend. so they, but they not one, but two. One for age verification, so you can drink at the bar, and the other one for the event. But they do it on people's wrists. How, how, what do the fisters fisting top? They choose do? their non-dominant wrist, probably. Well, our manager, he put them on his ankle because yeah. he was smart. So I'm like, how did you put the the Until. tags on your ankle? And he's like, I just lift my foot up on the desk. Smart. <laughs> Until he started putting on big boots. Oh, how do you show it? He could not. Oh. Thankfully, and this is this is our own our own uh, privilege showing. <laughs> Thankfully, whenever they put a rando or a staff member or a volunteer at a door where you're supposed to check wristbands, almost always it's someone we know, and so they're like, "Oh, you guys are work for Mr. S. Go on through." Because mm. I'll forget my dealer's badge sometimes. The vendor badge. There's so I never many badges wear. and wristbands, I know. and if they're not attached to us, sometimes we forget them. So thank you for the staff for being kind and patient. But like, yeah. well, there's many. The first day I, I didn't have my vendor badge on. I had like four boxes in my hand. Yeah. Like, and I got to the escalators and they're checking badges and they're like, and it was someone who didn't know me. Oh, and no. so he, he, he's like, I'm like, I left my vendor badge downstairs. My puppy has it. And he's like, who do you work for? And thankfully I had a Mr. S crew shirt. Yeah. On. So I just turned around and I showed him and he let me down. I was like, thank you. But if we could just, get, if we could just get all those, all those things on one little wristband, <laughs> maybe even a wristband that's like elastic. So I can take it off when I need to. No, but that, then people would trade them. I understand why they do it. I get it. Because if you could, you could swap wristbands Although, with people. One of my wristbands at the end of the by the end of the, or by the first day, I, I, I could cut myself I could, on I, it. Exactly. I have little cuts on my chest because they're so when rigid. I sleep. It's one of those wristbands, y'all, where you put it on and you put like a little clasp over it, and then you can't get the clasp off. My clasp was broken though, so I could get it off. So it, but I feel bad complaining about the scratch on my arm from the wristband and but not the single Ow, tail. My mark. bondage hurts. Not the single tail <laughs> whip marks on my back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a really good event. The only other notes I have here was um, the one boy that couldn't get a chastity device on his dick because it was too big and how much I just couldn't feel bad for him. <laughs> um, oh, oh, oh. What about the one you so, and again, never bringing holy trainers with us. Okay. You can't, you can't say again when you didn't explain the story. In the oh, first so anyway, so I, had, I was deft at doing the cobra cage on people but the holy trainer is a whole nother ball game and so not a lot of people tried them on but there was this one guy who did and now this holy trainer is self-locking so i had to like slice open packaging after packaging with the and each one has an individual key and he went through four sizes trying to find the right size and he self-locked when i wasn't looking and I didn't know where his key was. <laughs> and so we had to search that table. This is a. And you can see the panic on his face because he's like, oh shit. User <laughs> error. Not not the patron's error, but the, the person putting it on because I had opened up a key for every size and they were all the same key. And where was that? It was right there on top of the holy trainers. And I told you where it was and you didn't listen. So you started opening up all the keys. And then I said, where's the little key ring? And you said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so I said, please go eat. And within 30 <laughs> seconds of me stepping over there, I was like, here they are. Here you go, sir. I am so sorry. And you're behind me with a sandwich half in your face. <laughs> Grumpy so daddy. what did we learn? <laughs> What did we learn? Don't bring holy drinks no, to events. No. 
what is eat it? eat first and <laughs> know where the keys are and, no and listen to the puppy there we go okay. he did it Yay. he does like no and then the only other because all of my stories here are chastity related um one guy was getting aroused while putting chastity on. Oh, that happens, happens all the times. And I was like, just uh, think of dead puppies. Think of dead puppies. Ooh. And just, to, I was joking. But then I walked around the booth and I, I looked back at him and he had TikToks up of like puppies. No, he didn't really do that. I don't think he intentionally did, but his TikTok had a puppy. Like he had his TikTok up for whatever reason. <laughs> and there was like dogs and cats in the TikTok. And I was like, okay, I didn't mean literally. He's like, what? <laughs> he looked down. the. I don't know why TikTok opened to it, but it's it's thinking. It's, it's okay. listening. Yeah. And last but not least, oh, and then the last thing was, what? and this is maybe my own personal gripe. I had, it, it happens every event. There are some more conservative people that come to the booth who don't want to get super naked. But if we're doing electro demos on mm -hmm. people's like genitals because they ask us to do a test demo um, or even do chastity, I had this one guy come by that was like, I want to feel what electro feels like. And I was like, okay, here's, here's how you do it with little like adhesive pads on your arm. And he's yeah. like, well, no, I want to specifically, I need to, I need to make sure I know how it works on my dick. Cause that's what I want it for. And I was like, absolutely. So if you'll just pull down the front of your pants, this is how this, and he, he, he glares at me and he says, I have to do what? Well, how did he think you were going to do it? I don't know. <laughs> like magic. So then I showed him with my finger, how the loops work on my, on, on your dick and balls. And he's like, okay, I think I understand that. Continues to take these loops into his underwear with his oh, hands. Oh, no. Does not pull his pants down. No. On top of. Oh, I missed this. On top of. This? You were like probably tr doing trying to find a key for the, the Holy Trainer guy. <laughs> on top of. We are at a, a convention. If people see you putting your hands in your pants in front of a blinking box that's doing electro, they're going to look over. And every time someone looked over, he would shift his body so that person couldn't see anything happening. <laughs> so then that person would shift their body and lean on the table to look. And then he would look up and he said, excuse me. And the people would be like, <laughs> oh, I'm so what? sorry. I missed that this one. Guy, he was so I rude. So hard. He was so rude to me, partly because I was trying to help. But I was like, sir, I can't see your dick. I don't know. And then he's like, it's not working. No, I, I got with it. With his I, pants up and the loops inside of his pants and just little wires coming out, he's like, it's not working. And I'm like, well, it is on. Do you mind if you show me what's happening so I can help you? And he's like, well, yeah, um, I guess. And like pulls out his underwear and pants a little bit, but does it in a way where he's like hunched over so no one can see but me. Uh -huh. And I'm just like, sir, I, I really, I want to help you here, but I can't see. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Again, it's think of it as a large locker room. Really, you can pull you your junk out. It's fine. You can't be that concerned. And yeah, especially if you're trying on chastity, because that happened a couple times. They're like, they're like, I need a chastity cage, but don't know where to start. I'm like, okay, well, let me see what you're doing. And they're like, like pull my do pants down here? now here. Do here. And I'm like, yeah, just pull it out. We're all on Wear our own out. journey. We're all on our own journey of comfort. We're all getting there eventually. I understand if you're a little nervous. Or you don't want to get naked in front of a bunch of people you don't know. I totally, absolutely get it. That said, work with us, please. Don't be mean. <laughs> We're trying to help. Nobody ever is mean. It's fine. That was the only guy that I had that was a little rude to me when I was trying to help. And then was rude to other people when they were trying to see what was going on. No. You can't go to an event like this and be a, a big old prude. You have to be a little okay getting a little naked, especially if you want to try on some gear. You know, that's all I got to say about that. Okay. That's my tea. Um, anything else stand out for you? Any last minute stories that come uh, to mind? Oh, let me think. We got through most of my bullet points here. No. I, I, you know, no. I, I think your bullet points are good. Oh, thanks. Um, all that said, MAL, thank you for another lovely year. I can't uh, wait to go back. Love that event. I, although I am just... <laughs> more, more excitement when you said love that event, please. I do. <laughs> you said it so like, well, because I'm exhausted today. I'm so tired. My body is worn out. I get it. I barely rolled I out of bed it. to get here. I know. And same, uh, I, I slept in today. I canceled stream today. Oh, did you? Yeah. Cause, uh, see, because I didn't even know that. <laughs> Well, we're doing it right now when stream would normally happen. So, ah. um, no, I just need a little bit. Of, I need some time to to, ex to just exist. Oh, and and uh, I finished season one of uh, White Lotus. So, oh, you did. Yep, all in one day. Wow. Okay, you binge watch Jennifer Coolidge. Love her. Mm -hmm. Such an awkward storyline. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I mean, White Lotus was great. Laughed. The, the, it, I don't want to spoil anything, but you know what else happened this week? No, what? Um, episode one of The Last of Us. 
It's one of my favorite, my favorite video games turned into TV show by HBO. It's about like zombies and the apocalypse. Um, if you were at all a zombie fan or the last of us fan, do not worry. The episode was great. The storytelling was amazing. It was so well produced. The casting, oh, and it does a really good job of the first hour, couple hours of the game is episode one. And it does this thing where if you play the game, you get a storyline. It's still that storyline, but parts of the, the episode went into what's happening behind the scenes when you're not playing the game, if that makes sense. So if you're a big Last of Us fan, you will love it. That, that's that's my little like pop culture corner. Sorry. I okay. just wanted to say that. You lost me. But okay, good. Zombies. Zombies. Sounds great. We can watch it if you want. No, it's thank really you. good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Well, if people want to watch you, Daddy, where can they find you? You can find me at MrChristopher.com if you want to see the naughty stuff, and that's in Christopher with a K. Or you can find me on Twitter at Christopher Weston. You can find me everywhere at PubAmp or PubAmp.com for the sexy stuff. Uh, this has been What's Your Safe Pod, but you can find us everywhere at What's the Safe Word or, and again, this is, this is every podcasting app, or on YouTube at What's the Safe Word where we are posting videos every week. And this next week's video is going to be fun. We're doing... What was oh this is the on the street interview oh on the street I love the on the street interview <laughs> I'm so good at it we're much better I love the on the street interviews <laughs> and we will see y'all next time bye bye <laughs> you say interview interviews 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 different inflection what are, what are you excited for what event are you excited for next smoke out. Oh, oh, you're oh, that episode because daddy's going to a convention without me and I'm going to a convention. without Oh, him. we're going to have to compare notes. Please take notes. I always take notes in my head. They're right here. Like I said, I'm worried about. <laughs>